Welcome to The Fathers Speak, a production of the Orthodox West. Each day, Father John Finton reads a selection fitted to the Western liturgical calendar from one of the Fathers of the Church. On this Easter Friday, let us listen to a portion of a homily by our Father among the Saints, Bede the Venerable. The Gospel shines out with full joy even in its literal sense, because it describes in precise words the triumph of our Redeemer, and at the same time the gifts of our redemption. And if we choose to treat of it by going more to the heart of the matter, we will learn the more pleasing fruit of the spiritual meaning contained in its literal sense. God's word is indeed like spices. The more finely it is crushed by handling and sifting, the greater is the fragrance of its inner power that it gives forth. Now it is clear and delightful for the holy to hear that the disciples went into Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had directed them, and upon seeing him they adored him. It is not lacking in mystery that after his resurrection our Lord appeared to his disciples on a mountain, and that it was in Galilee. This was to make known that the body, which at his birth he had assumed from the earth common to the rest of all the human race, he had now at his resurrection clothed with heavenly power after it had been raised above everything earthly. He appeared on a mountain to advise his faithful ones that if they wished to see the loftiness of his resurrection there in heaven, they should pass over below from their lowly cravings to heavenly desires. And upon seeing him they adored him, but some remained doubtful. If we seek the source of the doubt of those who were doubtful upon seeing our Lord, no other reason comes to mind than that of which Luke makes mention when he tells that on the very day of his resurrection when he appeared to his disciples, they were extremely disturbed and thoroughly frightened, thinking that they were seeing his spirit. Therefore upon seeing him they recognized the Lord, and because they had learned that he is God, they lowered their faces to the ground and adored. But there was still present in their minds a doubt that was not to be disregarded, for they supposed that they were seeing not the revived body in which he had suffered, but the spirit he gave up when his passion was over. Hence the benevolent master immediately confirmed the faith of those who already believed and summoned those who were still doubtful to the grace of faith. He made known to all of them the height of glory that the humanity, which he had taken on for the sake of human beings and given over to death, had reached. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me, he said. He was not speaking here about the divinity co-eternal with the Father, but about the humanity he had assumed. By putting it on, he was made a little lower than the angels. By rising in it from the dead, he was crowned with glory and honor and set over the works of his Father's hands, with all things being brought under subjection under his feet. Among all the things brought into subjection under his feet was death itself, which seemed to prevail in him for a time, but which was made subservient beneath his feet. What the psalmist said to the Father concerning our Lord as he rose from the dead, You have put all things under his feet, is surely the same as what our Lord himself said to his disciples as he rose, All power in heaven and earth has been given to me. 
Indeed, even before he rose from the dead, the angelic virtues in heaven knew that they were rightfully subject to the human nature which they saw had been specifically assumed by their Maker. Blind human beings on earth, however, disdained to be brought into subjection to one they knew had put on mortality in common with themselves. They declined to understand the divine power in his miracles, since they discerned that there was human weakness present in his sufferings. On account of this, the mediator between God and man himself, generously wishing that it might become known also to human beings on earth that all power in heaven and earth had been given unto him, so that they might have everlasting life with the angels in heaven, sent teachers to proclaim the word of life to all countries throughout the earth. Go, he said, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you.